All right, day 267. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we want to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't come to it primarily to look at it and see ourselves. Okay, moving right along. Acts uh, chapter 13 to 16. Where we at? Yeah, man. So remember last time, uh, I think you said, John, like my man, Peter was the main dude. Right. You know, he's the main character in this season of Acts. Like it's <laughs> right. Paul. Right. So Acts 13 forward, the main character, like it's going to follow the life and missionary journeys of Paul. And so in Acts 13, we have what is called uh, what people have called Paul's first missionary journey. Right. right. So uh, verse two will say, as they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Right. Yeah. Um, and then after they fasted and prayed, lands, lay hands on them, they sent them off. Right. And so they sail down to this area called Cyprus. Right. And yeah. they enter the synagogues to preach the gospel. Now, one of the things we're going to see, bro, yeah. is that every time they go somewhere, they go to the synagogues first. Why? Because Romans 116 will say, for the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to the Jew first. Right, right, right. Then to the Greek. Yeah. Um, and so the movement of the gospel always is to the Jew first, right? God wanted to use the Jews to be light to the a light to the nations so that they could take his message of his covenant and redemption to the world. So every time Paul's gonna go to the Jews, he's like, Yo, what up? Right. I'm here. Yeah, right. Thomas fulfilled. My man, Jesus Christ, right? Rose from the dead. Right. And when they get to Cyprus, they find this cat, Bar Jesus. Right. right? <laughs> his little, his wild dude named Bar Jesus. He's a sorcerer, magician on some dark stuff. And uh, he just wild, right? He's on some crazy stuff. And Paul uh, is going to rebuke him and all that. And one of the things we're going to see is that throughout Acts and throughout the, the Bible, when we're on mission for the gospel, we're right. always going to come against opposition and false prophets. Right, 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 right. And right. one of the tasks of the church is to distinguish between truth and heresy, right? right? Those things that would go against God's word and those things that are really true about God's word. Right. And we see Paul uh, and Barnabas engaged in that kind of work here. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, one of the things when you talk about them starting in the synagogues uh although mm-hmm. they start there they don't end there right and so they find themselves uh back and forth in between these two worlds and one of the things that i love is seeing the gospel presentations in uh acts 13 and then the gospel mm-hmm. presentation in acts 14 right so um mm-hmm. in acts 13 he goes to the synagogues they read and then he starts with israel right he starts with god being the god of Israel uh, in 13 verse 16 he says this Paul stood up and motioned with his hand and said fellow Israelites and you who fear God listen the God of Israel chose our ancestors and he's going to go through and do what Stephen did kind of give an account of God and his interactions with Israel in chapter 14 Paul finds himself primarily in a Gentile place when they do this great work people start to bow down at their feet and he's like yo don't bow down get up we're men just Mm -hmm. like y'all and then when Paul goes into the gospel in chapter 14 with Gentiles, hear this, he doesn't start with um, Israel and mm-hmm. genealogies. He starts mm-hmm. with creation. You know, mm-hmm. look, mm-hmm. the God who made things. So you constantly see Paul who's able to find common ground with his audience 
start there, but any starting point that he has, uh, you've got somebody that's so one track minded that he can find these roads that lead to the gospel to proclaim this good news of forgiveness for sins. And I just love that, like juxtaposition, that back and forth that goes on in the text. Yep. I, I love that too. And that's exactly what I was going to say uh, as well in 14, yeah. like 13, he's preaching. He's talking about the Bible, right? right? Like these cats will be familiar with Abraham, Moses, the whole nine in 14. Like you said, he's going to use what people will call general revelation, right? right. Everybody knows there's a created world and everybody has uh, what John Calvin would say is the census divinitas, right? Everybody has a sense right. that somebody, that there is a creator, this sense of the divine, and you have to appeal to that. But people who have not, like people who have no idea what the Bible is, right. and he'll do that, right? Yeah. And it's effective and people come to believe. Um, and one of the things that uh, we, we can see here is that, yeah, like people are not... Um, People need to be told who to worship, not that they need to worship. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. They mistake Paul and, and, and Barnabas for Zeus and Hermes. Right. right. Like these Greek gods. Right. 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 And so uh, Paul is like, nah, fam, like y'all know that there's a really a true God. Um, and he's the God who uh, provides this uniformity of nature. So he's going to talk about the rain and the right. fruitful seasons, right? All of these things that are needed. And he's like, this didn't happen. By happenstance, right? right? There's right, right, right. Um, the God of the universe who makes this. So, yeah. Acts 15. <laughs> Gentiles come through and then yep. you've got people that say, no, listen, all right, look, if the yep. gospel is really going to come from us, then these people, right, what they're trying to do um, is they're trying to get these people that have converted to kind of mm -hmm. put on these Jewish garments, right? That if they're really going to be like us and they've got to be like us and they're going to mm. champion circumcision. And so what you have is this Jerusalem council. And I love what they say in the thing like, yo, let's not make it too hard for people mm. to come to God, right? If God really is the Lord of all, mm. right? Let's, let's make sure that our gospel is not so clothed in cultural garb that mm. people think they have to adopt our culture to adopt our God. Mm. That's a conversation that they have here. And I do think that's a struggle that the church has had throughout generations, right? If you're really a Christian, then you've got to vote for this. And people making things that aren't prerequisites to the gospel, mm. uh, prerequisites to the gospel. And when you do that, it'll threaten to undo everything that God has done. And so here the church, right? steps back much like they did in act six and again right these two times that the church really rallies up and gathers to talk about things in the book of acts come in acts chapter six and acts chapter 15 where it seems like uh the truth and the authenticity of the gospel is going to be threatened by this uh, uh cultural preference or mm. cultural garment that would make yeah the truth of the gospel seems somehow less true yeah i love it too because it's like these situations paul doesn't try to handle on his own right or, or barnabas for that matter uh they're in antioch cats pull up talking wild like, right yo man they got to be circumcised hold nah keep the law of moses just to be saved and then they're like no let's go to jerusalem yeah cats still talking wild there and it's like all right let's come together now the thing is though john i think um we, we have to remember is one of the main themes of Acts is how 
Jews and Gentiles are to relate to one another. Right. Yeah. And one of the things we remember is that circumcision yeah. was actually before Christ came was actually what Gentiles had to undergo, right? right? If they were wanting to be with the God of Israel and the people of God right. in Israel. Yep. But what we see here is like, no, no, this is the new covenant. There's a new way in some, in a lot of ways. There's a new way in which we relate to God. And the thing that distinguishes us as God's people is, is faith in Jesus. That's right. it, right? right? There are no other identity markers, Jewish identity markers that Gentiles ought to have um, that, that can distinguish them. And I love it because this is Peter's last time in Acts. Like right. you're not gonna see him no more for real, for real. Right, right, right. You know, it's like uh like uh the last episode where you seen dark skin and viv. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like, yo, man, it's the yeah, last time. It's yeah. a wrap. It's a wrap. We'll miss you, Peter. But um the thing is though, I love it was because uh not just th- did they want them to keep the law of Moses and be circumcised to be saved, but also and kind of equivalent with that was to be a part of the community, right? right. So they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. And like you said, man, like um, we have to stop making things unnecessary things, prereqs, right? To be a part of the covenant community, right? Right. And uh, I could have only imagined that for centuries this was ingrained in how they operated, right? Um, and how their ancestors operated. Uh, it was tough, but by God's spirit, uh, they were able. To overcome god wants to save jews as jews and gentiles as gentiles That's dope. Yeah. you don't have to leave your culture behind right uh or you don't have to adopt a new culture to come to christ all right let's go yep 16. chapter 16. uh i love it paul's going about his business and he gets this yep. dream that somebody says come and help us and i love it right once again you see the one track mind of of paul there's a guy that says come and help us and Paul's going to say uh, in 1610, uh, he's going to say this. Uh, After he had seen the vision, we immediately made efforts to set out for Macedonia. Look, concluding that God has called us to preach the gospel to them. Mm. So all he gets is a dream that a guy says, come help. And Paul's like, man, what's the greatest help that somebody needs? It's got to be the gospel, right? This is the reason why God set him apart. So he goes out there um, and he doesn't find a man first. He finds Lydia, women Lydia, that are yeah. out by the well, right? Or, or out by bodies of water. Scholars say that where there's not a synagogue in the town that yeah, people will go and gather and that. So it seems as if there's not even a synagogue there in the town. So it seems like mm-hmm. Paul's got to start from scratch and here mm-hmm. there's this wealthy woman lydia seller of purple goods right Mm -hmm. paul starts to talk to her about it this slave girl and we can go into depth about her paul starts to talk to her about that this this guard right uh this blue collar guard paul talks to him about the gospel in 16 we just see the gospel uniquely apply to all these different people across different socioeconomic classes and so it's like, man, the gospel doesn't just go to different ethnicities. It goes to different classes as well, right? That's one thing that stuck out. Yep. Uh, one of the things that happened when, you know, Paul meets Lydia, she gets converted. Right. Right. This wealthy woman gets converted. And then Paul, uh, you know, casts out the demon from the, the slave girl. Yeah. And the powers that be get mad, right? Because their prophet, uh, Basically, verse That's 19 it. says, when her owners realized that her, the hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace 
to the authorities. And we just see that the gospel has implications for every area of life and right. it affects every single thing. And man, if your sole goal in life is to make a profit, then you will always go against the advancement of the gospel, right? right? Like it's something about gos- the gospel, what God does in our hearts through the work of Christ and his work that he's trying to do in the world that is going to have an impact on our finances. Right. Yeah. right? And if you money hungry, right, it's going to be a problem, yeah. right? And we just see that here. They get taken to the authorities, thrown in jail, right? Police brutality for real, for real. Right, right, right. right? right. They get beat by the authorities unjustly, thrown in jail. And the crazy thing is, they're in Philippi, right? right? And you think about the book of Philippians and he's like, yo, I want you to know, like he says in Philippians, what actually happened to me actually resulted in the advancement of the gospel. Right, right, right. right. So the, the angel comes or an earthquake comes and uh, breaks him out and he doesn't leave. Right. And the guard is like scared because he's like, yo, <laughs> I thought they left. And Paul is like, we all here. Right. And Paul t- and do ask Paul like, man, what I got to do to be saved? Right. Paul preaches the gospel to him, doing his whole household gets saved so we just see here that this unjust means of paul getting thrown in jail right for preaching the gospel and getting people saved is actually the means by which more people get saved no type of adversity is going to stop the advancement of the gospel and we're going to see that same storyline over and over and over yep and i love it too because there's so many ways to connect this text that paul gets out of jail after he gets beaten and he asked the the authorities, like, yo, man, they, they threw me in jail without a trial. I need a public apology. Uh, yeah. Public sins need public repentance. This police brutality, this unjust arrest needs to be handled in front of everybody. Uh-huh. Let's call this press conference. Let's get them all out. <laughs> yeah. Tell folks yeah. that y'all were wrong. And there's something yeah. just and righteous uh, about that and so it's crazy to look at a text like that and be like no that's not a distraction from the gospel it's not like paul's Mm-mm. trying to delve into these works he's saying no the this most is, gospel-minded dude ever right this was is on just, the same wave yeah. this is just and right so yeah yeah now let's pray father i pray uh that you would remind us that no type of adversity can stop the advancement of the gospel we pray that you would give us this one track mind uh as well lord where we are reminded that one of the best ways that we can help uh, the people we find ourselves in uh, need of help is by providing them with the hope of the gospel that helps to transcend every adversity that they have. Lord, give us grace to trust you and to love you with all our hearts today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. 